You are now listening to the Invest With Dow podcast with your host, Albert Benjamin Dow. You are now listening to the Invest With Dow podcast with your host, Albert Benjamin Dow. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Invest With Dow podcast. I am your host, Albert Benjamin Dowell, the minority authority on investing. And as always, at the top of the show, just like to spread some love, some vibes to everybody tuning in and listening to the Invest With Dow podcast. Again, I just appreciate the support. Everybody supporting the brand. Uh, I was off the scene for a minute. Uh, dropped the podcast last week titled I'm Back. So y'all make sure y'all check that out. I touched on a variety of topics, uh, but it was some good good information good content there as you guys know i typically do my podcast in my car which i'm in my car on my way home from work now and so uh just trying to maximize time for those of you who are new to the invest oh for those of you who are new to the invest with our podcast let me go ahead and turn my gps off the gps lady just came in like super loud in my ear so i'm not sure if she's gonna come in on the podcast but i'm gonna keep her i'm not gonna edit her out so if you guys hear the <laughs> the GPS lady, that's what that was. I live in Nashville and so or the Nashville area. I work in Nashville. And so the traffic's crazy. I'm always looking for the fastest, you know, most convenient route home. And so I had it on I had my GPS on and forgot when I started recording the podcast and then the GPS lady just hopped in to let me know that I should be making the right turn here in just a second. So that's what was going on with that. Uh, in the event, let me go ahead and plug my social media. We'll get into into today's content shortly. Uh, but you guys can find me on Instagram at Invest with Al on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter at Al the Investor. Facebook at uh, at Invest with Al. So let me back up because I got a couple of different handles, and let me make sure I'm giving them to you correctly. So Instagram and Facebook have the same handle at invest with al at invest with al on instagram and twitter i am on i'm sorry on instagram and facebook instagram and facebook is at invest with al and twitter and snapchat is at al the investor so it's slightly different uh different handles same great content i'm not on snap as much snaps traffic and user rate has dropped tremendously and that's a podcast in and of itself and i explain what's going on with them in another podcast but uh that's where you guys can find me on social platforms of course the invest with our podcast is on all the major podcasts and platforms stitcher radio soundcloud google uh stitcher radio soundcloud google play uh yeah so you guys can itunes of course you guys can check me out there and uh also if you're looking to join a community of investors regardless of where you are beginner to expert we the invest with our brand have a great solution great community uh called the virtual investment center you guys can join if you click the link in my instagram bio or you can go to my website investwithout.com click on 
uh, the virtual investment center tab there is an explainer video that goes into detail but it's a great community uh, you guys should definitely join uh, if you want to share it, there are so many opportunities in the marketplace it's just impossible as one individual uh, even when you're reading multiple media you know outlets and content to just be on top of everything so it's great to be a part of community and that's what we've created here with invest with our uh, where we you know just kick ideas off each other there's no bad ideas people are just giving you their opinions uh, the market is gonna let you know whether you're right or wrong on an investment so uh, you definitely want to join I, I encourage you guys to join and so again you can click the link in my bio or uh, you could go to the uh, investwithout.com and click the virtual investment center tab. Cool. So now that we got all that out the way, we'll go ahead and get into uh, today's podcast and the, and the meat, steak, and potatoes of, of, of what we're here to talk about. So Apple had their launch event. They are, they're releasing three new iPhones. So if you go back, I typically do one of these. So this is the the second year i started this podcast at the beginning of 2017 so here we are in september of 2018 so we've been going pretty strong here uh but this time last year i did a podcast about the iphone 10 the 8 and the 8 plus is what apple released last year now i was off a little bit on what i how much of a blockbuster i thought the iphone 10 was going to be which it sold really well uh but it didn't do as it didn't sell as many units as i thought it was however the phone itself is a thousand dollars it started at a thousand dollars at the time so what i wanted to talk about on this podcast is of course the three new iphones what it means for apple's stock uh and you know just my thoughts it's not a tech review again it's just from a business perspective how apple staggered the launch which they did last year but they kind of inverted it and i'll talk about that in just a second uh and again how the sales are gonna affect uh apple stock so from my perspective um i expect this to be a uh a blockbuster uh quarter the fourth quarter going into much of next year uh for the iphones and really a few other products i think apple is going to roll out over the course of next year so there's not much difference between the iphone xs which is replacing the 10 and then the x or the iphone 10s i keep saying x the iphone 10s max which is the big version of the phone um but it doesn't have any internal changes so it's the exact same phone but it's just a bigger screen uh the same size as a eight uh uh iphone 8 plus but just picture that phone being a full screen with face id um so those are the premium phones they start at uh, at 999 dollars for the 10s and then it starts at uh what was that number eleven hundred dollars basically one thousand ninety nine ninety nine dollars for the 64 gig 10s max that's insane for a phone that's most that's more than an imac that's act the 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 10s max cost exactly what i paid maybe more than what i paid for my like 12 inch macbook so just 
take that into consideration. Uh, they also introduced the third phone, so they've completely gotten rid of the the Touch ID, and so the third phone is the 10R, uh, which has a it's essentially the same as the 10. It's a little bit bigger, 6.1 inch screen, has a LCD screen, so the the screen quality isn't as good on this 10R as it would be on the 10S and the 10S Max, but it's going to be less expensive for that reason. Other than that, a lot of the internals are, are the same. The camera is still really good. It doesn't have the dual uh, camera lenses, but it does have a 12 megapixel camera that's still really good based on what I've seen. I think a lot of people are going to wait on it. It starts at $749 starting price uh, with uh, it you know, going up from there. I think it's $749, $799, and then uh, $800 and something. Uh, in terms of the storage capacity that it comes in so what you what, what I'm looking at from Apple the reality of it is from the, starting at the iPhone 7 iPhone 7 going forward Apple makes really good durable products in my opinion and so I ha- I'm talking I'm recording my podcast right now on a 7 plus I don't know that I'm gonna upgrade uh, just because the phone works fine I mean it, there's really no lag I've not had any difficulty uh, with the phone uh, it, it performs great and does everything that I needed to do uh, seamlessly as if I just bought the phone I understand you know iPhones are like Jordans Apple has a huge fan base and loyal customers so some people just you just get the new iPhone because it's a new iPhone not because you need it uh, but in this instance, I think you're going to see Apple, I think sales are going to increase more than they did last year, but it may not be as a gangbuster number. I mean, it's going to be a good number. Last year, I said they were going to sell like 100 million <laughs> in uh, the fourth quarter, and they didn't. I think projection are they'll do 80 million, which is still a gangbuster quarter, honestly. Uh, but it's it's more about their ability to increase the services as well as uh increase the price per unit or the price per phone so last year with the introduction of the iPhone 10 Apple was able to increase the price the average selling price of an iPhone from like 670 or 80 bucks i don't remember the exact number it increased from like 600 the high six hundreds to like the lower seven hundreds, so it's like a twenty percent increase in the average selling price of the phone, which is huge because you got to remember, on a yearly basis, they're selling hundreds of millions of these things. So that's a pretty big deal. Now this year, you have to remember last year we had the iPhone eight and the eight plus. The eight started at like six hundred and something bucks. And I think the 8 Plus started at 700, uh, 7, I don't remember the exact number, but it was mid-700s. <clears throat> that was for the 8 Plus. So now we have Apple with all of their new device lineup, the 10R starting at mid-7, it's starting at 750. So there's no device in the new lineup that starts at under seven hundred and fifty dollars 
that's going to significantly raise the average selling cost, especially when you think about those two really expensive ones, the 10S and the 10X, 10S Max. I wouldn't be surprised if they're able to increase it by at least 10%, which is still really, really good. So if you look at it, uh, if the average selling price last year was $724, 10% of that is going to be, what, about uh, $72? So basically, they'd have to increase to increase it by 10%. The average selling price is going to be $800, which I think is probably going to be a little bit more than that. Also, keep in mind, this is hundreds of millions of units they're going to move. Now, keep also keep in mind, they're going to sell some iPhone 7s, 8s. 8 pluses, 7 pluses. So those are going to have lower price points. Uh, but I do believe, you know, a lot of the newer phones are going to be the ones in the units that they move. Uh, you'll probably see parents, if they, <laughs> you know, you'll probably see parents buy their children some of the older models. Or that 10R, I actually, the 10R, and that's really a, obviously Apple does this at a, at a perfect time because they always release their phones at the end of the third quarter which takes us into the fourth quarter holiday shopping season also keep in mind specifically here in the u.s uh, that the economy uh, is really doing well and so for a lot of people they're gonna be buying these iphones uh, a risk to what's what's going on with apple is the trade war and how much of that situation is is going to impact the iPhones. Apple came out and said it was going to impact AirPods and a couple of other accessories, but not necessarily the phone. Uh, but it seems as if, you know, the trade war is intensifying with China, that is. And uh, so that, that, that could have some negative consequences on Apple because what it'll do, it'll raise their costs. And then all they'll do is they'll increase... Uh, they'll pass that cost on to the consumer. Huh. So, again, this this wasn't about a tech, you know, an actual review of the phone. You can go to YouTube. There's tons of them out there. This is more from a business perspective. Also, keep in mind that Apple um, has a uh, making sure everything is cool here. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Again, I was driving my car. I was a, a car in a weird position, so I had to make sure I was good. <laughs> uh, but uh, Apple's in a you know solid position uh, in terms of just obviously the the brand awareness. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, let me go back. Uh, so I wanted to talk about the services. Uh, so the iCloud storage that's been a major driver of the stock. So Apple did a couple of things. Uh, they they've increased their stock buyback i think they increased their dividend uh this was all in the third quarter well second quarter of this year when they reported their earnings for the second quarter so i think they increased the share buyback they increased the dividend that they're paying out to shareholders it may have been one other thing uh which is which is huge obviously and they they're bringing a, a lot of their money that they had in foreign accounts uh back to the u.s since uh those tax cuts have been implemented those corporate tax cuts the flat rate tax cuts have been implemented so that's 
been a been a huge boost not only for Apple but just all corporations and the economy as a whole because it put a lot more money into the system. So uh, you should have seen more development uh, and investment by companies into their businesses, which ideally leads to more hiring and you know more people spending money. So you kind of see how that that's all connected. The services aspect. Uh, iCloud so if you have an Apple device you understand that Apple kind of nickel and dimes you so with Android Android has expandable memory meaning you can go to Best Buy Walmart wherever get a SD card and put that into your phone and immediately increase the memory capacity of the phone with Apple they don't have that so if you get a 64 gig iPhone and then you fill the memory up on the phone you have to delete information on the phone or if you know how you use your phone or you're you take tons of pictures and you keep them on you don't delete a lot of that then you know you're gonna have to uh, get a higher capacity or more memory phone which ends up costing you more and so Apple again they know that and they know typically with the lower I remember when iPhones used to come in a 16 gig and it was like you you used up half the information on the 16 gig uh <laughs> you know like just by apps that they put on the phone like you'd open the phone up and half of your memory would be already be gone and you hadn't even taken a picture yet uh so then they increased the 32 gig starting out and then you quickly saw that that wasn't that much and now 64 and 64 is a decent amount but the thing it does is it drives you to pay a monthly subscription for more memory access through iCloud uh, as well as Apple Music right so the way Apple works once they get you in the ecosystem the more Apple devices you have all these devices communicate with each other so it creates a seamless experience where I could be listening to some Apple Music on my iPhone go to my my uh, MacBook, pick it up and pick up on the song right where it left off, and so just small things that it does that you appreciate, uh, because one the experience from one device to the next uh, is a very seamless experience, and it's something like I said, most people do uh, appreciate. I for one like you know that the devices communicate to each other in that way, uh, but. It, it's an opportunity for Apple to upsell you on other services that they have uh, so I have multiple Apple devices in my home we have iCloud on both my wife and I's iPhone uh, we got Apple Music I'm trying to think any other Apple services those might be the only services that I can think of off the top of my head. I don't have Apple Care. I know a lot of people uh, when they get an Apple device, they they purchase Apple Care. I I don't have it, uh, but you could see and and these are just recurring revenue streams in addition to you know the the <laughs> the ton of money that they're getting off of the sale of the uh, iPhone and so the stock price at the close of business today today is September the 24th I believe was like $220 um, a year from today and 
based based on everything that I've read, most experts and business leaders don't foresee a hiccup or recession coming in the economy for at least the next three years. So, with that being said, Apple stock price could be up another 50 to 75 dollars between now and then the release of the next iphone now i've said i think i've said this on a previous podcast apple has another device that we all know called the ipad it is rumored that the ipad is going to release next year refreshed with face id and no home button why is that huge because people when they start upgrading their devices if i have face id on my iphone then i may want face id on my ipad and so that whole experience is a similar experience where you don't have a home button you understand the swiping up and that that whole thing that takes place with you know not having the home button anymore so the ipad refresh could could generate or will generate in my view more revenue more money for apple uh, because people are going to be looking to replace their iPads uh, with the newer ones that would have Face ID. So I think that's that's huge. I mean, like, huge, huge. Uh, if if they dropped it again, that's a rumor. That's all speculation. I'm not sure. But I could definitely see them doing that. And so, uh, again, with the economy being on fire, uh, I think Apple's going <laughs> to sell a ton of the very expensive phones actually uh some of the bigger iphone uh 10 maxes 10s max which starts at 1100 it starts at 1100 dollars. now of course people understand they don't have to pay 1100 dollars right there they break it down over your bill over the course of two years so you pay an additional 50 dollars on your bill so most people if you hadn't paid your phone off you already are paying if you have the iphone 10 you're paying $41 a month on your bill to go get the 10X Max. The 10S Max would only cost you nine more dollars a month. It's like $50. $50. And so people are like, hey, it's $9. That's just like what? One one day out a week? One lunch one lunch a month at work? For the for the newest iPhone with the big screen? Uh, that's that's nothing. That's how people approach it. Now, if people had to drop $1,100 in the store to walk out with that phone, it'd be a lot of those phones sitting on the shelf in the Apple store. But because you can break it down on the monthly payments and it's already wrapped into people's bills currently because most people haven't paid off their phones, then they it doesn't feel as much like sticker shock. Like, oh, I could just go ahead and get the new phone. It's only nine more dollars. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, but obviously for Apple it is. Uh, <laughs> and so you guys can see, you know, how people can reason and make it make sense to pay. Whoa, almost an accident. Uh, not me, but it was another car. <laughs> I said that like it was me. It wasn't me. I was looking at what almost was an accident transpiring in front of me. It didn't, fortunately. Um, so where was I when that almost happened? Yeah, I was talking about the iPhone, the prices, and how people could break it down and justify paying $1,100 for a phone. People are going to pay $1,100 for the phone. That is going to happen. 
it will it happen for the iPhone 10 at a thousand bucks it will certainly happen for this phone I have no doubt in my mind and uh, it's gonna be interesting to see it all play out uh, I think it's gonna bode well for Apple uh, and especially for their stock so I hope you guys found this information valuable uh, and how this whole cycle is gonna propel the stock higher in my view barring any black swan situation so if the black swan shows a black swan meaning like a one-off event terrorist attack something crazy that just completely completely rattles uh the economy and the market as a whole i don't foresee that doesn't mean it it, it, it can't happen right so uh just keep that in mind that's really all i got guys uh and until the next episode oh yeah so if, if you have any questions or comments please feel free uh to drop those you can inbox me i'll be glad to talk to you guys about anything uh, but until the next episode peace love and blessings y'all take care i'm out love